0: Highlander Rewatched Podcast is proud to announce the release of a brand new book of short stories from acclaimed Highlander writer Maury Ravinsky. Maury Ravinsky is responsible for penning such Highlander classics such as The Fighter, Brothers in Arms, The End of Innocence, and Unusual Suspects. Maury's new book, The Heart and Other Strangers, is a masterfully executed collection of short fiction. Don't take my word for it. Listen to legendary Highlander producers and writers, David Abramowitz, Gillian Horvath, and Donna Letta. You will know from all of his writing, including his
1: Highlander episodes, that this is a man who really understands the inner mythologies that humanity has in common across society really explores the questions and connections that drive us
2: i really admired maury's writing on highlander and also his novel dreamkeeper was great so i followed him to saskatchewan in the coldest winter in 122 years to work with him on MythQuest, quest and i don't regret it i love maury's book it had heart
0: and charm and humor and sex and schmaltz which means it's heart but it's heart that's dripping with sentiment the Heart and Other Strangers features 10 brand new stories, such as The Bare Naked Morning of Mama LeBeau, A Placebo Fairy Tale, Little Jeffy's Penis, Doc and the Bungalow Queen, and more. You know, Maury's a wonderful writer and has always been a wonderful writer. He comes at things from a very different angle, from a very interesting angle and a very humorous angle in this, in this book of
2: delightful short stories. I think it's wonderful.
0: Head to TheHart and Other to order your paperback or Kindle edition of the book, learn more about the author, and discover Maury's other books, such as his acclaimed debut novel, Dreamkeeper, which was named to the Los Angeles Times Best Books of the Year, or his other book of short stories, Meeting God, or something like it. The Heart and Other Strangers injects layers upon layer of texture and meaning into every tale. Ravinsky writes that rarest of animals, literature. Order The Heart and Other Strangers today.
2: Pick up a copy of The Heart and Other Strangers. You won't regret it.
0: I urge you to buy Maury Ravinsky's new book. Buy this book before everyone else does. Order your paperback or digital copy at theheartandotherstrangers.com today. Ravinsky is a knowing and wise guide through the ventricles and oracles of the human condition. Enjoy the ride.
2: where it almost happened.
1: That's right. But McLeod had lost his nerve, Charlie could have joined me.
0: And the English would have squashed your army like so many bugs. You can't know that. No. I
2: read the history, Warren. I know just the crap that you've been drumming into my skull. There would have been 10,000 more dead Scots, and nothing would have changed. Shut up!
1: You think I took you in so you could piss away your butt right?
0: He was a bum when he lived, and he's a bum now that he's dead. Welcome to Highlander Rewatch, the podcast where each and every week we talk about another facet of the Highlander universe. I'm one of your rewatchers. I'm Keith.
2: This is Kyle, and this is Amon.
0: Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode. This you're a bum thing. I just realized it's like you're in a barber shop talking about washed up boxers. Yeah, he's a bum. <laughs> he's a bum. Bum. So this week we're going to be discussing season four, episode eighteen through a. Di- I can't even say it. Through a glass darkly. But before what we an hop- awkward phrase. Yeah, through a glass darkly. But before we hop into that, why don't we tackle a little Highlander catalogue. Ooh. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna read a selection out of the two thousand Highlander catalog. Is that the best of? It is not the best of. So we should of. assume that these are their second-rate products. That's right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Cut rate. Yeah. Crap. They couldn't get rid of in the best. This
0: is the Highlander outlet store. Yeah. yeah. It's a bunch of not-precise stitching. Yeah.
2: Not the best leather that they <laughs> had right. available.
0: Uh, so I'm going to read a description from the catalog, and Eamon and Kyle are going to try to guess the price as close as they can to it.
2: Just give me the price.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so today we're reading the Highlander dagger, colon, and extraordinary beauty. A colon dagger? <laughs> mm-hmm. In the times of Scottish clan warfare, a warrior's dagger was more than a weapon. Known as dirks, these finely crafted creations... Everything is so finely oh, crafted. Like Dirk Digler over here. <laughs> these finely crafted creations of steel and precious metal were badges of honor that proclaimed rank and heritage. Forged in that ancient tradition, Ooh. this meticulously crafted dagger boasts a gleaming 10-inch tapered steel mm. blade and an intricately carved four-and-a-half-inch handle emblazoned with majestic Celtic cross and topped with a silver-plated pommel. A perfect companion display piece for any Highlander sword. Wow. So,
2: anyone?
0: Anyone. So here we go. Oh. It's a knife.
2: It has a very meaty handle.
0: It is meaty.
1: It's like that deadly weapon last week. It's majestic.
2: Yeah, the deadly weapon. Keith's deadly weapon. <laughs> this <right>. gift. This <laughs> 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 <His laughs> gift.
1: Methuselah's gift. Eamon, I think it's your turn to guess yes. first on this Dirk Diggler.
2: I am going to guess that this Diggler costs 75 Digglers.
0: 75 Digglers from Eamon for the Highlander Dagger. That means sure.
2: I lose immediately because that's not a form of currency. <laughs> yeah, is. Right. Yeah, yeah. no,
0: I'll just bet $75 and win. Uh, oh.
2: <laughs> no, I will
1: bet 76 I think. Oh. Damn, I think right. Eamon is under.
2: It seems like a that more would be too much in my opinion okay well <laughs> i agree that more would be too much <laughs> yeah.
0: the actual retail price of item 575 the extraordinary beautiful highlander dagger is 99 dollars 95 Damn.
2: beautiful kyle you got it
0: you got a band so there we go yeah all can right
2: I, so can i look at it yeah you gotta stare late. at that dirk
0: yeah but you got see
2: I want to look at the Dirk. It's, it's. I want to look at that four inches. Oh no! That's the, a four-inch handle. Four-inch handle. I think handle. the
1: blade is longer. There you go.
2: It's got some nice, nice cross patterning on there. Great curves. Great curve. Dangerous curves on this cur- one. Dangerously curvy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. An extraordinary beauty. Wow.
0: Well, let's talk about this week's episode. This episode first aired May 6, nineteen ninety-six. A lot of sixes going on here. Who directed this? Dennis Berry. He's back. He's back. We're about two-thirds through his 34-episode run on this show. Wow. Uh, Last episodes we saw from him was Something Wicked and Deliverance, that two-parter... That two-part rape fantasy? Two-part rape fantasy. All right. This episode was written by Alan Swayze. This is the last of four Highlander episodes he did. Previously, he did Vendetta, Take Back the Night, and The Innocent. And this is the uh, the
2: Heathcliff guy. Gotta take back the night. Does Heathcliff own the night? Heathcliff does own the night. With his junkyard gang. That's when he does his best singing. And his best rummaging.
0: (laughs) Rummaging. (laughs) Uh, We got some guest stars. We got Peter Wingfield as Mythos. The last episode we saw him in was, what, two ago? Methuselah's Gift? Yep. Methuselah's Gift. Methuselah's. So he's back for a real bit part. Uh, A real bit part. (laughs) uh, This episode also guest stars Doug Gray Scott as Warren Goddard. Or Cockering. (laughs) Cockering. Is that,
2: is that in a Highlander catalog? Yeah, yeah. The no. Celtic Cochrane. Cochran. The Celtic yeah. Cochrane?
1: It's the Celtic
0: Knot. Oh, good. Uh, he's been in a lot before, uh, including Mission Impossible 2, the worst fucking Mission Impossible movie. What are you
2: talk about, man? Do you like that movie? Dave fucking... John
0: Woo's Mission MI2?
2: Charge motorcycles at one another. It's no face-off. You are absolutely correct.
0: Does John Woo still make movies? Is John Woo still alive? Ugh, yes. He's I mean, alive. I imagine he is, but... Yeah. Still yeah, you can imagine anyone yeah. still alive
2: i don't know if he still makes movies interesting but, he's but
0: i feel like alive. he was like hot yeah he was a commodity in the physically in the yeah
2: yeah <laughs> and a temperature he always had a fever that's right
0: yeah. sick On set. That, that's an argument no hot. longer being alive yeah but. <laughs> but yeah doug ray scott was also in fear the walking dead deep impact Hello. hitman wow and the movie ever after with what's her name oh yeah yeah. Amy Adams? No. no. Drew Barrymore. There oh, it
2: is. Drew Barrymore.
0: Yeah. So there we go. And then also, this has one more kind of guest star, F. Braun McGash. Oh, he's a waiter. Like an innkeeper or something. Yeah.
2: I saw that his name was misspelled. I think on the special features, they put two C's in his name. I don't believe his name is usually spelled with two C's. Oh, McCash.
0: McCash. McCash.
2: Huh. Maybe because he got paid acting on this episode. <laughs> <That's Whoa>. right. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. So the IMDb episode description reads... In flashback to 1700 Scotland, Duncan and immortal Warren Cochrane, Cochrane? Cochrane? Cochrane. Cochrane are among those fighting for Bonnie Prince Charlie. But only Duncan. Oh my God, the way those are in. But only Duncan eventually realizes that the Scots must abandon the prince or be slaughtered in one mismanaged bas- battle after another. In modern day, Goddard is paranoid and confused. He has forgotten he is immortal. As Duncan helps him remember his past, he remembers that he blames Duncan for Charlie's failure to capture the Scottish and English thrones.
2: Um, if I'm just reading this description, who the hell is Goddard? <laughs> if I didn't see the episode.
0: Yeah, because it says Cochrane first, yeah. and then in present, Goddard. It's like, who? Who? <laughs>
2: The YouTube is, McLeod's old friend Warren Cockring is hiding a horrible secret he can't bear to remember. Wow, what a thrilling episode description.
1: Well, it's to be clear, <laughs> it's a very thrilling episode. Yes.
2: Belay that description. <laughs> All right,
1: so how's this episode open up? Uh, so Alexa's dead. Who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. The, the girl, the, the <laughs> dying waitress. Who that... they
2: milked, <laughs> yeah. both literally and figuratively. What? Mythos milked her. Oh kinky. <laughs> oh my god.
1: So she had a much bigger part in Amon's fanfic, apparently. But she sure did. Uh Mythos and Alexa were in Greece for a long time. Mythos took a few detours back home to help Mac. To so try to get some magic to help her. Yeah. Alas it did not work. She has died and Mac and Mythos are visiting her
2: grave. And it's in front of a big castle. Right. And Which
1: it's snowing. Isn't she from Secu? Right? I know. I have lots of problems being, with this. Why <laughs> is she being buried here?
0: And also, did anyone notice that her grave doesn't even? It just says her, her name. name. It There's doesn't no say dears, year. Yeah, like anything. There's
2: no inscription. Well, it says beloved, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, beloved. Which great. Yeah, Mythos didn't bother to learn any details about her life. He's just like, <laughs> well, he had a.
0: He got in there so quick. Yeah. It's like a fling. Don't even tell me your That's birthday.
2: Yeah, I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> It ruins, I it. Bare-
0: it ruins it for me. Don't tell yeah. me your birthday.
2: Yeah, it be- I barely even want to know your name. <laughs> well, he says it wrong also. He
1: calls her Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa. That seems like a transforming robot. Yeah. <laughs> beep,
0: boop, boop, beep. No, it sounds like a, like a weird off-brand like vodka mixer. Like, uh, have some Alexa. Because <laughs> they're always arriving late to funerals. Is this like a funeral or just visiting the grave? This is just a Just visit. the grave. But yeah, there's like, snow on the ground. Yeah, but nobody... Like, yeah, like you said, nobody from Seacouver. None Paris? of her
2: family could come to the funeral because yeah. it's in Paris. <laughs> right. It's like, the old, it's like the, even worse than a
1: destination wedding. <laughs> destination, destination funeral. funeral.
0: <laughs> it's actually not weird. a bad idea for a funeral, at least get a trip out of it. That's just Get buried somewhere nice. Fly to Bermuda and Bayer's back.
2: See, I don't know. They leave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what happens next? They, they leave. leave. It looks, this looks nice. There's some like dramatic is, shots. Yeah. I like when they're walking down the stairs. And it is filmed nicely. It's,
2: just, a, it's a good location. This episode brought to
0: you by smoke machines. Yeah,
2: there's lots of smoke. They get the buzz.
0: They do get the buzz. And Mac is like, I'm going to go check it out. Yeah. And the whole time I was like, why isn't Mythos going with them? And the special features, they show that Mythos does follow him. And then subsequently, they have a scene where Mythos is like, I'm going to wait outside, which I guess is helpful. But like, it's just as weird. Like, there's an immortal sneaking around. Although I guess there's no danger because it's holy ground, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Oh, Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah.
1: And then they're like, he's in some like massive crypt. I
0: was like, where the hell are they?
2: And why why is she buried there?
1: <laughs> Mitha said to pull some strings. Yeah, he knew the original owner. <laughs> so then there's this guy running around,
2: screaming at the top of his lungs in a in a underground catacomb.
1: Yeah, which how did he get there? Yeah,
0: I was wondering why, the, he why is there? he there?
2: <laughs> Got me. Fart. <laughs> Stay away from me.
1: Right. <laughs> He's a cock ring? He's like, a. Ah!
0: <laughs> oh and mac
2: this man is unhinged
0: this is cool i thought it was cool when mac pulls out his sword like he's got a sword out although wait why does he have a sword out aren't they on holy ground great question or are they not on holy ground in this instance in which case why isn't mythos with him he's just fronting his sword yeah he's just dingling and dangling it weird whatever but i thought it was cool like when mac hears the scream he like Mm -hmm. raises the sword like really quick he's like ha it was i thought it was cool i was like yeah yeah get it (laughs) Battlemark. So we get our first flashback, Ediske Island. So what's
2: going on here? Well, first there's like some weird interstitial, really quick flashbacks of a battlefield. Yeah, and then it cuts to Mac for a second, and then we get the real flashback, which is the same thing. Um, oh,
0: that's right. Yeah, this scene isn't really like a true flashback. It's just like a little little blips,
2: right? Well, it's a blip for a second, and then it is a real one. Oh, you're right. And I'm just kind of <laughs> like, what? What's the point of this? Yeah. But it's it's a bunch of Scots fighting a bunch of uh, English soldiers. This
1: looks and cool. Cock ring is flip he's like battle crazed he's just like yelling at everybody is die you bastards <laughs> as he stabs them he's like oh
2: it is pretty cool like this is an intense like battle sequence
0: i like all the costumes and, yeah the costumes like, they have a bunch are of great. extras
2: mac and Cockring have really killed a shitload of english soldiers yeah yeah
1: just taking them downtown charlie brown
0: do you think they get extras to do these or do you think just out of curiosity i never thought about it till now they get uh like reenacting groups to do this.
2: They get convicted felons. Oh, yeah. And so kill them to... in the real <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Favorite Abramowitz talks about that on the special features. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was really good that we could give give these convicted felons. One last opportunity. I killed a few of them myself. We have here in the studio David
0: Abramowitz. Hey, guys. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, so that's our little flashback. We cut back to the present. And Cockering is yelling that someone's going to try to kill him. And he just fucking bolts out of he there.
2: He is off his rocker.
0: <laughs> off his cocker.
2: Off his cocker. That's right.
0: So that's our cold
1: open. After that, Mythos is very skeptical of this whole thing. He thinks it's all an act and that this guy is playing him in some way. Which is crazy. Which is nuts. Also, Mythos, that's a that's a dumb thing to think.
2: Also, that would be like the most elaborate, like, I- trap
1: yeah, if it's a trap, you just pretend to be his friend and then kill right, him. You used yeah. to be That's trap. The trap, so the trap is friends. not. Let me pretend to be crazy. I'm gonna
2: run around this basement and shriek <laughs> and then run away from my target.
1: So I'm working on a new theory. Mythos, not that smart.
2: <laughs> 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 this is a trick. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's
1: my new theory. I forgot
2: the... my girlfriend's birthday. <laughs> Uh, ancient Chinese cooking secrets. Oh my god! So yeah, Mac Mac is convinced that something's wrong, and Mythos is like, "You better be careful, bro."
0: Right? They're walking around in like a weird parking lot. Too. Yeah, it's got like a lot of it's trash, just, yeah. just like pallets and shit behind them.
2: Mac's, like, kind of doing some looking around acting. Like, <laughs> looking
0: around acting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to do something.
2: I do like their coats, though. Very fashionable.
0: Yeah. Oh, are they uh, best of Highlander fans?
2: Yeah, these are the best of Highlander <laughs> levier jackets.
0: All right, so Mac reveals that Cockering used to be his friend. So we get a flashback to Scotland, 1745. Uh, there's a bunch of dead bodies everywhere and, like, a big fire. This looks cool.
1: Yeah, they're hanging out after a battle. Yeah. Getting their drink on.
0: Cockering is like,
1: I would give up immortality to have a son. So we could die in battle with him. <laughs> right. Like their friends who died a minute ago. Mm-hmm. Which is a weird thing to think.
2: Yeah. It's a bad opinion. It is. I would love to have a son so he could die. <laughs> That's cool. a weird thought really to have.
0: <laughs> but they're there and they're helping Bonnie Prince Charlie. And this is interesting because we've seen Mac help charlie before right in take back the night written by the same person so they drink to scotland and to charlie and to charlie and everyone's like y'all
1: cock is like we just gotta charge in and go fuck their shit up yeah That's he's really a do. man yeah, yeah.
2: and max kind of like eh, i don't know if this is gonna work <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: that doesn't sound like a great plan so we cut back to the present we resume the last scene more is like yeah. stay on your toes but then cops show up and no. Mythos is like i'm fucking out
2: yeah so i have a question about this scene so matt goes with the cops he's saying we have reports that you know you're trying to kill this guy with a sword with a sword
0: inspector kevin Dillon.
2: that's <laughs> right <laughs> doesn't he have his sword i on thought that him? too
0: i thought he gave it to mythos just oh. because in that like, little exchange
1: yeah because yeah. mythos kind of like it's not overt but there's like a arm gesture like he yeah. like
0: almost looks like he's like Closing his coat up oh, or something okay. like that as he goes up the stairs. So I thought that, too, I Eamon. Like, why wouldn't the very first thing they checked... Like, could you open
2: your coat, please, sir? Yeah, yeah. yeah your
0: sword-concealing <laughs> coat, please. Yeah.
2: <laughs> your, yeah, your sword-length coat. Could you <laughs> open that? So like, this
0: guy is Inspector Don, by the way. Yeah, and he
2: looks That's
1: his name?
0: Inspector. I wrote it down three different ways. I thought it was Dion. 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 So this guy's all ADR all day yeah. long. Yeah, it's <laughs> awful. Distracting. <laughs> so we cuts to the police station.
2: The screaming man who we is... Sc- Cochrane, he's at the station and mac is now like helping them yeah like
1: figured
0: out that this guy's
1: maybe got a screw loose
0: well the inspector seems to be playing it cool with mac too like well i had to bring you down this guy has no id he's real fucked up but then all of a sudden mac is like oh i gotta help this guy and he's like all in his business right yeah
1: well i guess he we are supposed to believe that they are true friends
0: right a lot of dutch angles Mm -hmm. every time we see Cochrane. Yeah, he's, it's distracting he's, he's been how often. dutched. Also, there's these constant like
1: again we get these like kaleidoscope shots and mm. like grainy flashbacks in this and I do not like the look. The but sp- hey,
2: spooky vision. Spooky. So, Cockering was on like a missing persons registry or something. So they find him on there and send away for his wife. So his wife is also on her way.
0: And so Mac is trying to like jog Cockering's memory and so he's like, "Oh, don't you remember like blueberries and Bad rum or something and clotted cream. Yeah, you see the blueberries, clotted cream. Cream. And Cochrane is just screaming. So we get another flashback. Yeah. 1746,
1: before the Battle of Culloden. And Mac is inspecting a fight that's just happened, and he finds, with some other men, Cochrane's body. We should point out, the costumes in this, terrific. Yeah. They're real strong. You know, Mac pulls out a
0: Highland Dirk. From his chest. That's right.
2: I wonder how much that cost. Nineteen
0: 1990, ninety-five. <laughs> nine, Ninety-nine ninety-five. Yeah. yeah. price is a
2: queen CD. And it's on sale. Yeah. <laughs> so Cockring has a big old dagger, crunched in his. So he's dead.
1: Yeah. So he's dead. <laughs> yeah. Max sends the other guys away and pulls it out.
0: Right. Yeah. And so Cockring is ready to like join the fray again. He's like, Yeah, we got to kill him. And Mac is like, no, no, no. He's like,
1: these bastards flanked us. Like, yeah. these cowards. Yeah. He's, like, making
0: excuses. Yeah, he says it was English stuff. trickery. Yeah. And Mac is like, no, like, I think this just was not played right and yeah. we fucked up
1: this is a bad plan
0: uh so Cochrane wants to go and join the battle again but mac is like no you can't everybody saw you're dead you got to disappear so this is like crushing like his purpose in life yeah. which is to serve charlie who mac criticizes at which point cochran
1: cock slaps him yeah <laughs> <face>. it's amazing <laughs> i was just like oh that
2: escalated fast yeah. we don't often see mac get cold cocked like that do we
1: not often. No, the but people... he
0: gives it back to him. He does after being like, okay, it's cool, it's cool, bam, bam. <laughs>
2: yeah, I kind
0: of like their interaction here. Everything except the slapping. The I'm slap like, it's yeah. just crazy because like I I was able to buy into their friendship mm-hmm. pretty quickly. Like I was like, God, oh, these guys seem like they have a bond. Bund <laughs> a, a bund, bund
2: in the oven. Oh,
0: that was Amethyst's uh, girlfriend, Alexa Bund. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why Mac likes this guy. He's like really violent and like. He is violent. He's very violent. He's a warmonger. He slaps him in the face for teasing his like
0: surrogate prince dad. Yeah. And he calls him like a traitor. Mac doesn't call him a traitor. Cochrane. Cochrane
2: calls Mac, Mac a, traitor. a traitor. Yeah. He's just like,
0: whoa. Bro. Which really? <laughs>
2: like he literally just. Uh, Saved you from being accused of being a witch.
0: (laughs) 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 All right, so we cut back to the present. And so I guess Cockring is getting like all sorts of weird flashes of like his past. But then his wife comes over and he doesn't even recognize his own wife at this point. I mean, I guess he's just got complete
2: amnesia. Amnesia?
0: Yeah, like he's not just blocking out.
2: The, the immortal events. stuff.
1: Or the immortal stuff. He has just forgotten his own, like, forgotten everything. Hmm. There
2: was actually, a, in the special features, there was a deleted scene where a coconut falls on his head. And that's...
1: That's how he gets his memories back? That's how he
2: gets his... That's how he loses his memory. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah.
1: And I, is,
0: if I'd known there was a coconut-based yeah. solution to this thing, <laughs> I would have been much less skeptical. Yeah. They should should
2: have left that in. There's a
0: lot of deleted scenes because every time there's a flashback, too, it's like an iron falls on the leather. Somebody gets like electrically shocked. Electrically shocked.
2: Yeah, shocked electrically. Shocked
0: electrically. electrically. Yeah, there you go. Electrically shocked. Yeah, that's fine. Why are you second guessing? (laughs) It just sounds weird. Shocked electrically. You get an electric shock. You get shocked electrically. (laughs) (laughs) That's like we were uh, attacked cyberly. cyberly.
2: (laughs) We were attacked cyberly.
1: (laughs) through glass darkly yeah that's true
0: (laughs) so anyway the naming convention of this episode mac mac talks to Cochrane's wife and he's like hey did he mention like his past at all like he's trying to feel (laughs) out like do you you know me me? yeah yeah, like do you know what the deal is about immortals and she does not
2: that's kind of fucked up
0: yeah but she doesn't want anything to do with mac either yeah which at first i was like kind of suspicious of i was like hey what's this about like
2: yeah, I was wondering that, too, if she was somehow in on it or something weird. Yeah, like, no. oh,
1: do you mind if I talk to him? She's like, we're good. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
0: I, in some way, I get it. I'd like, be
2: skeptical if some Euro, guy? Euro trash guys <laughs> trying to hook up with me at the police station. I'd be like, all right, we're fine, buddy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's cool. Cochran
1: remembers lightning and a sword, and Max like... Oh.
0: Yeah. Cutsy Shakespeare and his company. That's right. We haven't been to this place in a little bit. Long ass time. Since uh, finale part two, maybe. So Mythos' papers are all wet. <laughs> He's going
1: to hang them. Hang them on a little, little, little He's dry. He's got wet peeps. So, like, does Mythos work at the bookstore? That's actually his only job. I guess he, maybe he took over, because that used to be Salzer's, Seltzer's place.
0: Yeah, but, like, I guess I never got the impression that was, like, a Secret Watcher like base, <laughs> which just seems to be implying like i thought salzer just worked there and happened to have ACD with him because he was working on it
1: oh i assumed that was a place they hang out in because joe also used to have that bookstore thing
0: oh that's yeah, sure right he a had a bookstore, bookstore too they yeah. got a theme so maybe that's uh yeah they hide all their files around so yeah maybe shakespeare and company's got hidden watch chronicles in the basement or so- just apicus's recipes <laughs> yeah so I thought this was fun. I apologize. I didn't have enough time. I was Apecious? planning on... Apicius, Uh So it's actually like a collection of ancient Roman uh, recipes. Something with chestnuts? Yeah. So I was hoping I could make this dish for you. Because guess what? It's a real dish from the cookbook. Oh, so really? props for them for, you know, getting it. But it's like lentils and chestnuts and then a bunch of spices uh, we got pepper, cumin, coriander, pennyroyal, some weird. What's pennyroyal? Is it penny It's kind of like mint. I I've lost the thread on what this tastes like. Laser root? What? Which is from North Africa and that's kind of bitter.
2: Laser root.
0: Yeah. That seems like an insult in Star Wars. You laser root? Yeah.
2: You scruffy-headed Although laser root.
0: It also might be commonly referred to now as asifetida, which is actually mm. like a common Indian spice that's like kind of a little oniony. No so same. anyway, that's what this dish is, and it's like a little stew of lentils and chestnuts and spices. Mm. So how about that? I have props for them for doing a little research. So Mac wants info on what's Cochrane been up to.
2: Mythos kind of wants to keep a low profile, but then he's like, okay, I guess yeah.
0: that's it. And I guess they're questioning, can immortals even get amnesia? Right. And as he
1: points out, like it can't be a physical amnesia. like That would heal. So it's got to be some kind of mental trauma. So we cut to the
0: Cockering home.
2: <laughs> so Cockering is having like weird visions and his wife doesn't know what to do with him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, we find out some info on him that he's a travel writer and that he recently took a trip to Normandy. So, we get a very quick, like, orange toned flashback. Yeah, it's like, it can't, it's not even
2: sepia. It's orange. Yeah. And it's really grainy and hard to see what the heck's happening.
0: Right. And lots of Dutch angles, and it's like yeah. stretchy, too. Mm-hmm. I noted that on the last, like, on the cock ring, and I couldn't tell why they did it. Like, I couldn't tell if they were making it dreamy. In the police station, I think. They didn't film it with Dutch angles.
2: Mm-hmm. They added them. I
0: think they were like, oh, let's Dutch these. But then, of course, it doesn't fit in the frame. So then they yeah. stretch the footage out a little. Oh, mm. well, that's, that's my weird. guess. Weird. Anyway, Cockring is having some sort of fight with this guy, Andrew, in the orange light.
2: Andrew. They're in some room where Bonnie Prince Charlie was at one point. Right. And he kind of slags off McLeod. Like, McLeod didn't get cold feet. But we don't really know what they're talking about.
0: No. So we cut to the present, and I guess Cochrane is just having, like, weird flash so, again i kind of like this like there's all these sound effects he hears like clanging and troops marching and stuff and he's like freaking out i thought this was kind of cool and effective yeah
1: he doesn't know what he's seeing he like looks at a painting of essentially wars he's fought in and he's hearing the clanging and banging
0: and clanging and banging. so we cut to the paris streets and mythos and mac are taking a little walk and mac is being quite the trickster yeah mac is being a fucking asshole
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. to his grieving friend
0: <laughs> that's right <laughs> <laughs>
1: His friend, who's just like, had his world turned upside down. I
2: didn't think about that. What a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> he starts throwing Mithos' papers, like, into on the, the street. Snow. Yeah, and the snow.
1: To, like, try to get Ring more information out of him.
2: And Mythos is being very resistant for some reason. I don't really understand why.
1: He's, I, like, trying to keep a low profile. Yeah. doesn't want to get found out. Mac
2: wants to know where Cockring was right. before he reappeared Mm -hmm. and got all nutty mythos has to find out or else his papers are going to get thrown in the street (laughs) that's
0: right this is a very and then this happened and then this happened episode that's the whole thing yeah okay so the next thing that happens is mac goes to cockering's house and it continues to be an asshole this guy has amnesia and mac is screaming at him like remember remember (laughs) Remember! it's like this isn't helpful, man, at all. Like, what the fuck? It's like, if I scream good enough, you'll remember. This guy has clearly been traumatized by something. Why would you think screaming would help?
1: But this guy remembers enough to remember that the notion Hold of on. being immortal is absurd.
0: There's even more. He doesn't just scream at him. He fucking stabs. What? He, well, he, does. he stabs him in the hand to prove that he's immortal. Again, not helping the situation.
2: This would probably take a toll on any normal... <laughs> person because that's
0: what happens every time they do it every girlfriend anybody has they have to kill themselves yeah and it's so fucked super fucked but the wound heals and mac is like we've known each other for 300 years and bam we get a flashback to 1786 the coast of normandy what is the point of this flashback (laughs) to see mac in his cool coat
1: yeah. Okay. So Mac is on his way to meet Cockring, who is like he, arranged some kind of secret meeting with Bron- Bonnie Prince Charlie. This is obviously well after the action,
2: and he has like a, an adopted family. Of some, I
0: wasn't sure are what are was going people people on at first. They? I was like, yeah, are, this is. I just thought they were with him. I
2: don't know. Yeah. Well. Yeah. At first, <laughs> I was like, he was part of a bigger camp or something. Yeah. No, he's just with a woman and a small boy who, spoiler alert, both die (laughs) because of him.
1: Yeah, in a way. Or because of Mac. Were they following Mac? So two English scouts see them and start opening fire with 10 guns, seemingly. I almost wish they never showed these people have to reload. Because (laughs) like if they're just positing a world where they don't have to reload, them going like, bam, 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 bam. They shoot like 10, 12 times in a row before there's any notion that they're reloading. Uh, Then at some point, we see them reload. And I'm like, that takes like 50 (laughs) seconds to do. I didn't
0: need you to reload. But now that you have, this makes no sense. Right.
2: They're supposed to be hiding out, but they're not. And that's how they get spotted.
0: Well, yeah, like, Cochrane tells his family, like, don't move. But then they both decide to move. Also, Mac
2: comes over. He's like, why do you have a fire There's like, English people
0: hunting for you? Right. So some (laughs) dumb moves all around. But But (laughs) also, like, when Mac and Cochrane killed these... British dudes like they are so happy about it. Like, yeah, they're like kind of joking, joking when they right. kill him, and they fucking brutally murder these guys. Brutally, like Matt Mac kills
2: the shit <laughs> out of that guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, like just the guy's like trying to give him the old, you know. Yeah, so they're reloading charge. Yeah,
2: and they're like pumping their guns.
1: All right, and Mac just <laughs> blows him away. Yeah,
2: but he's like kind of leaning back, and he has this like jaunty posture. And then he just casually takes his he gun out. He's very casual about killing and these And shoots guys. the guy. <laughs> and the other guy takes the man's own dagger and, like, stabs the fuck out of him.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. So this kid,
0: James, who's with him, he's like, oh, let me take this guy's knife for James. Comes back dead. 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 So we get a very quick flash forward back to the present. And Cochrane is getting all goofy again and having the orange flashbacks. And so we hear... That this guy, Andrew, was like, Charlie was nothing and everything is dead.
2: So this guy, Andrew, is also an asshole? Yeah.
0: <laughs> like- also, I cannot... Like, what were they arguing about? I still can't really track what the conversation was that would lead to an argument like this.
1: Well, I think the... As we see it later, he's saying, like, well, if anything happens to me, it's, like, your duty to carry on this quest. And Andrew's like, mm-mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm not
2: doing that. But, like, like- what is the quest? The quest is, I guess, to somehow get Scotland uh, independence. Is that it? I think so. Or is it to
0: like the memory, like a memorial to Bonnie Prince Charlie? Like, does it have more to do
1: with him? Unclear. He's got such a hard on for that guy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because if it's Scotland having independence, like, this guy's up to some real shit. Like, this guy's elbow deep in some sort of scheme. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Andrew, that's his name, right? Andrew? Yeah. He's having no part of this. He's just like, yeah, fuck him and fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing this.
0: Uh, so we get another flashback to the Albert LO Arts, whatever in Normandy. It's the end of the arts. Whatever. I yeah. can't speak French. And so now this is the year 1786 and we get to see an older Prince Charlie.
2: Mac and Cockring are at this secret meeting. And they're really excited to meet Bonnie Prince Charlie himself, who regally comes down the steps and greets them both. Mm-hmm. Cockring introduces himself first, and then McLeod does, and Prince Charlie seems to remember McCloud, but not Cockring.
1: Right, which makes sense, because they hung out a lot in yeah. the- Take Back the Night. Take Back the Night.
2: That's right.
0: <laughs> Dress up as a woman, like on a crusade of revenge. So right. Mac has become disillusioned in Charlie. Well, and- he was
1: disillusioned with him. A a while while ago, that's right. Like, he thought the whole Battle of Culloden was an avoidable mistake.
0: Mac and Cochran get in an argument about the fitness of Charlie to lead. They end up fighting, and Cochran is like, you have soiled, like, our holy cause, and their friendship is kind of, like, over. Right,
1: Right, right. And Charlie's like, well, if you guys don't even, can't get along in believing me, like, this whole thing will never work. Right. And, like, storms off. Or does he? This is also where we meet Mr... Efron McCash Efron, dinner is served
2: Gentlemen, dinner Dinner is served He really
1: chews those lines (laughs) He really draws them out
2: He gets as much out of them as you can get out Of those (laughs) those lines Dinner (laughs) is served It's almost the holiday season, Keith What kind of uh, Highlander podcast themed gifts Can we offer our dear listeners See that's a great point because there's not much new Highlander shit out
1: there.
0: No, all the uh, those 500 coats have been sold. All all oh, the them. leather, high quality tooled leather.
2: All that available leather has been used up. <laughs> the, yes,
0: that's right. There's no more leather. <laughs> no the more Methuselah best... stones are sold. The Immortal yeah. jewelry collection. There must be something new.
1: There has to be. Well, luckily for fans of this podcast, there is a unique opportunity to get some of the rare new Highlander merchandise. What could
2: this be?
0: Why, my dear boy, we have a collection of five Highlander magnets featuring many of your favorite characters from the show. Ooh. Many of our favorites? Yours, they might be your favorites. <laughs> or whoever's favorite
1: so we've got duncan mcleod duh, duh. <laughs> we have amanda joe mythos and who's the fifth one what possible
2: fifth one could there be highlander rewatched scottish duncan Ooh, yeah. isn't he always scottish he's always scottish i guess a highlands barbarian duncan i dig it
1: to it's actually more. one of my favorite ones they're all hyper stylized what great person must have made this shit
2: I don't know if great person, but great artists. Oh, you're gonna me. go that far? Oh, great artist oh, really? The great artist, me, wow. the immortal Amen.
1: I like that. In your world, you are unsure if you're a great person, mm-hmm. but you are
0: positive you're a great Absolutely, artist. Absolutely, I'm a great. Wow.
2: That's that's keeping with that that trend. Sure.
0: Right. Nice, I dig it. So, Kyle, how can people get these magnets? Ooh, you can get them on Etsy
1: or directly on our Facebook page. And I know what you're thinking. These people just want our money so we can Scrooge McDuck around in your hard-earned cash. But no! what is this the proceeds from this used to fund
2: this very podcast the
1: that's one they're right. listening to right now this very minute you know this is a great way to get a little something a great little stocking stuffer for your favorite highlander fan or maybe even just for yourself or the magnet enthusiasts that's right life.
0: yeah so head on over to etsy.com and just search highlander rewatch or go to our facebook page and click on the shop now button at the top of the page and just a heads up. The Shop Now button is only available on the desktop version of Facebook. So head on over to computer and find our page and click Shop Now. And how much is this bad boy worth, Kyle? Or how much is how much is it worth? A million dollars. But how much do we charge for it? A
1: measly 15 bones. That's, That's five
2: less bones than 20 bones. <laughs>
1: That's right. <laughs> that is. That's barely anything. That's like the cost of a lunch. You couldn't even get a print of this art for that much and this you get five high quality
0: magnets for you can't go wrong bye today so we got back to the present and it seems like mac got finally mac has gotten to him to remember except what he's remembered is that mac is a traitor yeah and then he just attacks him (laughs) yep so then more pleading please please remember and so then we get I'm another. Shout, I'm gonna shout better this time, and you'll remember.
2: <laughs> so Mac, but Mac is like saying, "No, no, that's wrong. You're remembering. It do happen
1: wrong. that way. Just a way it <laughs> <it's> <laughs> <how> <happened. laughs>
0: So we get another flashback, and this is cool. It's the same exact scene with some minor differences. So Charlie comes mm-hmm. down the stairs.
2: And he's drunk as a skunk. That's right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he basically falls
1: down the steps. When he hears Cochran's offer of raising an army, he's like, oh, but we would rather just like have money for like a court. Yeah. Because he just like wants the pomp and
0: circumstance. Right. I even like that the dates are different in this flashback. Oh, are they? Max says he fought with him 40 years ago. But in the other flashback, it's 30 years ago. That's great. Charlie ends up sitting down to dinner and gets, like, so fucking wasted. He is, like, lying on the ground crying. crying. (laughs) he's like, I can't do it.
2: And Max's like, all right, fuck this. (laughs) I'm out. And... Cochrane is standing by his his hero, but he is visibly upset.
0: Yeah. I guess Cochrane still thinks he can make a go of it and just use Charlie as like a symbol yeah. to they rally mean, behind.
2: Use him as a figurehead, just, I because everybody knows who he is. Right.
0: Cochrane thinks he can get ten thousand men together. I don't know why he thinks that.
2: Seems unrealistic.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unlikely. Hey guys, is
1: this the last we're gonna see of this? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh good. Cool. Thanks.
2: Then we get a monster mashup of the two, like, kind of intercut, right? Why? We literally
1: just saw it, and then they show it to us again. It was, like, a hybrid version, and I was thinking, I was like, oh, is this supposed to be, like, the truth? Like, maybe his version was, like, an exaggerated, maybe even Mac's version is a little off. Like, maybe Mac is, not, is overselling how drunk he was in this one. This will be the truth. No, mm. it's just bullshit.
2: Do they just think people wouldn't get it? Do you think this is like an an editing (laughs) thing?
0: I think they didn't have enough footage. I don't know. It is weird when they drop it on you.
2: Yeah. Because I got it. I got it after the first time.
0: It wasn't hard.
2: Was it like after a commercial break?
0: I don't have a commercial break written in my notes and probably not. I like your theory that maybe that's the truth. But even then. It's like the same though. It is Oh, like it's a mixture? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, well. I don't know. But like, why
1: didn't they shoot a third thing? They just mixed and matched footage. It's not different. <laughs> it's dumb. Ugh! This made me so mad. I was furious at this point in the episode.
0: Oh, oh and also it's crazy because there's voiceover in it, too. Yeah. So, like, yeah. overly complicate this yeah. thing. So, we get some good Mythos lines He's about, a like... a dead fat bum, Charlie. Oh He's a dead fat bum. <laughs> so, Mythos has some good lines. He thinks it's a human trait, remembering things the way we wish they had been. We write his, rewrite history so that we can live with it. I think that's pretty good. That's not bad. Is that related at all to Alexa's death? I think so. I don't. Well, it does get brought up a couple times, I suppose, the remembering. It like gets brought up in the beginning in the cemetery, mm-hmm. like the Navajo saying that Mac lays on him. As
1: long as people remember you, you're yeah. still alive. Yeah, and then
0: it gets brought up at the the little tag at the end. Yeah. There's just like
1: no emotional punch to the death of Alexa.
0: Oh, no, not at all. So like Because it's
1: off
2: screen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so anyway... Mythos gives him the lowdown on whatever his name is, Cochrane. Yeah. So he says Cochrane and Andrew Donnelly went to Normandy, Normandy together. Right, I also right. have a note that it's Andrew Donnelly and there's Inspector Don. And I was just like, God damn it, guys. <laughs> don't do this that. This is like in The Fighter when they had two mics. Yeah, don't, just don't do that. Too many
1: mics. I like some of Mythos' snarky lines about the Watchers. like, well, it's not the immortal FBI. <laughs> <laughs> uh Because, like, the watcher who was supposed to be watching him was, like, at a wedding at the time.
2: Right. (laughs) So he doesn't quite know what happened. So he doesn't know exactly where he was. But he knows Andrew Donnelly is the the missing piece of the puzzle that Mac needs.
0: So in the next scene... Matt goes back to Cockering's house to talk to his wife. And I guess Cockering is not there right now. And they were, t- then she's like, well, tell me about Andrew. And I guess Andrew was an, an employee of Cockering. But he's like, oh, but she treated him, he treated him more like a son. So they have kind of a,
2: but she didn't like him for whatever reason.
0: Right. And I think later, do we find out that it was his student, really, technically? Yeah. 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 But while this is all going on, Inspector Don shows up. And he's like, hey, uh,
1: <laughs> you know this Andrew just, guy? Yeah, this yeah. guy you were just conveniently asking about? <laughs> yeah. His uh, head was dead. Yeah, he's dead.
2: So his head was chopped off at a, uh abandoned inn in Normandy.
0: <laughs> right. Whoops. Ouch. So we cut to this old house place. Thing and I guess this is where this is the place where they met Prince Charlie, right? I think that's the idea. That's what we're supposed yep. to think, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, it's all spooky. I like the lighting of
1: this dying dream.
0: Yeah. So Max looking around for
2: this is a cool set. Yeah. I like the the boards and the way the light is like coming through it. It's kind of cool.
0: So but, now we get a flashback here. And it's finally not orange.
2: Yeah, it's real. It's
0: real. symbolize actual remembrance,
1: even though we've seen most of this footage before.
0: Oh, right. Right. Yeah, it's not like this is different. There are five minutes of footage in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, it's a bunch of the stuff we've seen before, just not Dutched. Yeah. I'm <laughs> Dutch. Uh, those are your
1: favorite cigarettes too, right? The Dutch
0: Masters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Donnelly's just railing on Charlie that he's a bum. Yeah, fuck this guy. I'm not it's not fuck my Fuck Charlie,
2: he's <laughs> a bum? <laughs> You're a bum.
0: It's so You've wasted. This your is, your is so intense.
2: Life. He's a dickhead. But then cockering <laughs> yes. is an even bigger dickhead. And he chops he his, his he- fucking dick head off. off. Yeah, <laughs> he chops his head off, and then he chops his penis head off.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so he kills his own student. Fucking brutal in one stroke. He gives him the old one shot.
2: This is fucked up. <laughs>
0: yeah. So now we cut back to the present. So final he's got a little temper. Final confrontation. So Mac is like, "How the fuck could you kill your own student?" Mac is disgusted.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's like completely grossed out by this dude. Yeah, because he's a murderer. He's a bad dude, and he's a lunatic. Like. But
0: but uh, well, the, well
2: hold on, before we say he's a bad, well, uh, hold on,
0: I think there's some. I just think there's some subtlety here. He has also lost his mind, right? <laughs> yes, he's okay. He's nuts, but like he's no. a crazy person.
1: No, he was not a crazy person when he killed
0: Andrew. You don't think he th- he snaps in that moment? He became crazy. Is that just get, is getting really angry <laughs> the same as being crazy? All right, good point. He, he slaps and he kills slapped. him in anger, and then, as a result of his anger, becomes crazy because Cause of the grief.
1: Yeah, because he can't face All right, So maybe he did that. not kill him because like, he's crazy. Yeah,
0: I, I did not interpret it. It's
1: like it's like when he slapped Mac, or in yeah, that one yeah. version yeah, of Oh, Chambar. you're right. Yeah. When like they have like a fight over Mac insulting Charlie. He's got this soft, this
0: bizarre soft spot for. Like, you're right about the the fight with. Yeah. Mac, though, like the slapping, that. that's exactly what happens here, except he has yeah. a sword, yeah. not a glove.
1: It, yeah. Or he's actually, he's just
0: backhanded Mac. Yeah, he's back-hands back-handed. him, backhanded.
1: Yeah. Mac-handed. Um, he's got this real hard-on for, like, the House of Stewart. Oh, like, <laughs> it just, ooh. So Mac gets him to remember this. And Cochrane's like, well, then I'm a monster and you need to kill me.
0: Yeah.
2: But then he blames Mac. He's like, you shouldn't have stuck your head in this and just let me forget. See, this, running this, around this, like a yeah, like, like a f- nut. <laughs> like he just ran away to Normandy. Like this would
0: have reason. been a lot yeah. different if he was just living a happy life with his wife, and somehow like Mac interfering, like this should have brought this ago. like yeah like brought all this torment back, and was like, oh my god, I forgot, and now my life is in a sh- shambles again. But that's not what happens. He's running around like an animal in a cemetery. Yeah,
2: he's unhinged. <laughs>
0: unhinged oh man yes so y'all are snooping around now a little fighting a little snooping i kind of
1: like this in that like they both have swords and flashlights Mm -hmm. and it's kind of a cool visual thing i don't know that they unlock its full potential but it's kind of
2: cool it is cool i give them mag lights and swords some some points eventually mac gets the upper hand in this fight
1: this is the second ultra-dark fight in a row, but this one actually serves a purpose. Like, there's a whole visual styling around it being dark. So, mm-hmm. I, But it's weird that, like, two in a row, you're, like, squinting to see what's going
0: yeah. on. Yeah. So there's some good lines here. Cockring is down for the count, and he's like, you have to kill me. I can't live with this. And Mac is like, you're going to have to. I think that's good.
1: It is good. Mac has definitely killed people for less than this. Yeah. Like, definitely
2: (laughs) this is another one though where i'm like this guy seems dangerous to me oh
1: he does he killed someone who was like supposed to be under his protection i'm worried about his wife because they insulted a guy who's been dead for 200 years like this is a dangerous
2: man like who knows if she somehow inadvertently insults bonnie prince charlie or whatever like is he gonna fly off the handle with her too well i guess he can't go back because like also
0: this is no oh, longer an ice. Yeah, murder. now it's yeah. he's wanted for murder. So like <laughs> right. he's a fugitive, which yeah. makes him I think extra dangerous.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah it almost yeah. makes
0: me surprised. Matt doesn't just take him take him out.
2: And this is another thing where like in the episode of Homeland where like Matt kills his friend, but I'm like we just have to accept that these guys are great friends. We don't really see evidence of their great friendship.
1: I buy into it somewhat in the flashbacks. Like, we actually get to see them palling around, and, like, it seems like they have a bond. Yeah. The slapping incident, though explaining
2: the killing of Andrew in some
1: way, undermines the notion that they're such great friends. Yeah. Because why would you want to be friends with this fucking guy?
2: Right. And the part after this, right after Mac lets him go, we get another kind of weird vision or flashback. To Bonnie Prince Charlie
0: again. Yeah, it's like he's I now imagining what this him was like. He wanted to. Yeah, like this seemed to be like the positive version of Prince Charlie, right? Yeah, I guess. And he's always oh, thanking him, but saying he cannot lead the campaign. So is this him coming to terms
1: then with what actually know. happened? But that's not what Max says happened. Yeah. So, I guess so what is it? I have no idea what this is. I did, I couldn't understand it. Wow. It just confused me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's not
2: good. Okay. (laughs) Whatever it is, it isn't good.
0: Uh, All right, so we cut to the next day, the denouement of this episode, walking on the streets with Mythos. Matt can't believe what happened. Mythos is like, well, I've done some shitty things that I wish I could forget, but I wouldn't want to.
2: Because he would never have met Alexa.
0: And then it goes into crazy happy, happy music, music. Yeah. To end the episode <laughs> fairy tale and music. I, I have in my notes like literally like maybe 35 seconds ago a man was <laughs> crying hysterically on his Please knees begging me. begging for death <laughs> and then it's like <laughs> <laughs> best friends <laughs>
2: So, in this episode, we have a a friendship destroyed, a marriage destroyed, a father killing his son practically, a woman dying of a horrible disease. (laughs) Happy music. (laughs) Yeah, and happy music. This is a dark fucking episode.
0: (laughs) Well, let's lighten some stuff up with a game. All right. (laughs)
2: We've been talking about Queen a lot recently. Maybe not so recently, but recently enough.
1: We've been talking about Queen a month ago based yeah. on the.
2: So I have a little uh, WatcherTube game, but based on Queen.
0: Oh. Oh. So I'm
2: going to read you some uh, comments from YouTube from Queen Music Videos. And you have to guess the song. And I picked easy songs, these aren't hard songs.
0: Okay. So we're guessing the song. Type. Yep.
2: But just shout out the song if you think you know it. And as usual, uh, one guess per clue. Round one. He actually kind of is immortal in a way. Queen's music will never die, ultimately immortalizing the entire band. Who Wants to Live Forever? No. No, Prince of the Universe? Yes.
1: Ah, yeah. Yeah. No, there's no music video for Who Wants to
0: Live Forever. Yes, there is. Oh, there is? With all all the candles, right? Oh, right, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, Keith gets a point. Hey, also, I found this bonus comment. This is interesting. Love how Christopher Lambert was a huge Queen fan and said he was starstruck meeting the band. And funny how a, la- a lad called Lambert, as in Adam Lambert, is now the lead singer of the band. Give me Freddie any day. I thought that was a funny coincidence. <laughs> it's funny. Coincidence. And some
0: good Batman
2: to Lambert, Batman
0: sixty six logic there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, Christopher Lambert, Lambert was likes a, it. A and now, and now there, there is a Lambert. Lambert.
1: Someone so rushes, going to slip on a ballpoint banana and hurt themselves.
2: <laughs> Round two, clue first. I have testicles on the breast.
1: <laughs> uh, I want to break free.
2: No, good guess though, Keith. Do you have a guess? I have testicles on the breast. Ah, nah, I have no idea <laughs> why <laughs> that comment was left. Clue two. I woke up and saw 130,000 dislikes. Is this the real life? Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. Tied up. Mm. Tied
1: mm. up. Mm. Any good ones? Any other good comments on that bad boy?
2: Those are the... The only last one is... This is like the Bohemian Rhapsody of songs. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is the final round. This is for all of the marbles. This is what Anaconda aspires to be.
0: Fat Bottom Girls.
2: Yes. Yes! Child got it.
0: Wow. Good job.
2: <laughs> the winner comment for this. Well, there's two ones. This one's insane. This is just about my most favorite song ever, because I lost my virginity to a girl, friend of the family, in parentheses, <laughs> <Friend of her. laughs> that was 13-ish, and I was 10. Whoa. Wow. Wow. That's I remember she had a butt that was the most glorious thing I had ever seen. Oh, and did I say larger than any 10- to 11-year-old girl had? Oh. I was in heaven. To this day, I don't remember her name, yet I remember that ass as if it were yesterday.
0: <laughs> I don't remember her name. But I remember that ass of the
1: close family friend. <laughs> I was 13. Jesus. So he's picturing a 13-year-old girl's ass. Yep.
2: So this person should be arrested.
1: Oh, my God.
2: I'll be 57 October 31st. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: I was about to say that the comments this go-round were so unusually usually restrained, yeah. <laughs> tore the roof off that motherfucker. Wow, that that's bottom great. girls
2: did it. Congratulations, Kyle, on your victory.
0: God knows. Got Flawless victory. On the breast.
2: Got testicles on the breast. What does that mean?
0: <laughs> so, guys, why don't we read some Watcher Chronicles? Let's do it chronic burr, 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 burr. so we got we got two chronicles to read this time all right we got cochran warren cochran known aliases warren goddard warren jacobs and warren stewart he was born in 1475 in helensburg strathclyde first death in 1513 he was killed by the english at flood field first teacher angus mcfadden regional sculptural affiliation scott Recent base of operations. No fixed location. What? What about that giant ass a fucking mansion. house he had? Yeah. He was like really living large it's for a travel awesome. writer. They started calculating it once he left that to go to Normandy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's an Airbnb. Airbnb? Yeah. yeah. Here's his chronicle. He stayed six months in Philadelphia. Hey. That's the closest Cochran's come to settling down anywhere since he killed Andrew. Wait. Wow. He's been he's gone. been for- gone for a long ass
1: time.
2: Okay. Interesting. Yeah, it I took didn't get them that, that long it's to find the six body. Six months in
0: our fair city, maybe a bunch of Kensington murders around. Yeah, <laughs> Cochrane. running and screaming around. Yeah. He would fit right in. He would. He's still a shell of the man he was, but little by little, I start to see shadows of his old self trying to return. Although, actually, does this imply that it was six months before Mac found him?
2: Or since the... Oh, this is probably six months since the episode. After the episode, right. Uh, That's kind of what I'm thinking now, yeah. Yeah.
0: I remember the way he was right after he was able to remember the incident. How lost, how empty. And I think if he figured out a way, he would have killed himself rather than go through the pain of remembering. Not that hard. (laughs) Now I've seen a smile and heard a laugh now and again. Although, as soon as he realized he's done it, It's like he punishes himself for allowing himself to be happy for a moment. I think he could have been happy here. He'd been writing some again for a neighborhood paper and became friends with the editor, a widow with a teenage son. So he left, like he left Nancy back in Paris with no warning, no explanation, just gone before he was forced to feel again. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Bleak shit. Then we got Andy Donnelly. Born 1974 in Aberdeen, Scotland. His first death was in 1993. Wrong end of a knife fight. I guess the pointy end. Um, First teacher was Warren Cochran. Only teacher. Recent base, Paris. All right, here is his chronicle. Andrew Donnelly grew up in a series of foster homes in Aberdeen, each more depressing than the other. At 14, he fought back. Knifing the Guardian, who'd been sexually abusing children?
2: What? God.
0: (laughs) Why is that?
2: Just add another great layer to
0: this. (laughs) (laughs) After escaping detention, he lived on the streets, selling his blood, selling his body. What? Are you (laughs) kidding me? This is so fucked. What the fuck was this? <laughs> this probably so Donna. <laughs> this is so... Like, probably Donna.
2: Uh, this is so dark. All right. Selling his blood? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which one's more shocking, the blood or the body? He's 14. Oh He my should God. not be allowed to do either. Right. I know he should be banging around with that 13-year-old with the ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh, my
1: God.
0: Holy shit. Oh. <laughs> all right. He ended up knifed by another young hustler over a favorite corner. When he woke up, he thought nothing about it until he was approached by Warren Cochran. He thought Cochran wanted the usual and demanded his money up front. Cochran paid the money so he'd stop and listen to him. Donnelly went along because it meant money and a clean bed. But later, when Cochran tried remaking him in his own image, the arguments began. Donnelly was moving on when Cochran took him to Picardy, his one last chance to show his student the glorious world that he saw. Instead, Donnelly ended up dead at his teacher's hand, and Cochran's world shattered around him. Wow. (sighs) Do we
1: have any final thoughts on this? Well, we can this talk about
0: the title real quick first. Grizzly.
2: Through yes, a Glass please. Darkly. So I guess that's, I don't know if it's a quote, but I mean, obviously it's referring to McLeod and Cochrane's differing visions of this event. Mm-hmm. That's how I took it.
0: Yeah. The original line comes from the Bible, the B I B L E. Oh, from 1 Corinthians so thirteen twelve. For me. <laughs> uh, and it says, uh, so the verse goes, For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face, now I know in part, then I shall now fully, even as I have been fully known. Oh.
1: Like in the known in the biblical
0: <laughs> sense. So some people think the glass darkly is like a mirror, is what mm. it's supposed to be as well. Interesting. So uh, but there's also yeah. a Igmer Bergman movie called Through a Glass Darkly. Starring Max von Siddow, who we were talking about earlier today. Yeah. Uh, the film tells the story of a young woman with schizophrenia spending time with her family on a remote island and having delusions about meeting God, who appears to her in the form of a monstrous spider. <laughs> checks out so it also probably is closely related to that with the schizophrenia maybe yeah. probably yeah
1: which 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 of those two things do you think is darker that ingmar bergman movie or that watcher chronicle <laughs> oh yeah it's true
2: definitely the watcher chronicle
1: how much of her blood
0: does she <laughs> Jesus. and her body don't forget
2: the
1: body
0: <laughs> all right so what do we think of this episode Ugh. Oh, all right <laughs> fuck this episode i was
2: like really looking all
0: 10 minutes of it
2: (laughs) yeah i was looking forward to watching it like the flashbacks are awesome
1: the flashbacks are pretty good
2: but i don't know if the content of them is awesome just that they look really nice and are expertly filmed yeah mythos why is mythos in this episode
0: makes no sense could be joe could be no one Yeah. Yeah, why is it anybody?
2: Uh, Mac doesn't really
0: get any info, does he? Nothing that good. Wait, what does he get from Mythos? Mythos tells him...
2: Where... Yeah, where Cockring is. That's about it. But that only... He finds out
0: about Andrew. But that only... He finds out about Andrew and that he took a trip to Normandy, in which Mac then goes he back to Cochring's house yeah. and then actually gets the details that "Hey, we were in this in Normandy and found this body or whatever." Yeah. It's like so; it just falls in his lap anyway. Yeah, he ends up getting that information from Detective Don.
2: So there's no reason for Mythos to be in this episode, as far as I can discern.
1: No, and he has this relationship we're supposed to be invested in that's now over by death, and we have no reason to care, and it's not central to this episode at all.
2: Yeah, Max of shit in this episode which i didn't put together
0: <laughs> oh.
2: grieving mythos doesn't get his chance to grieve he has to babysit mcleod
0: yeah maggie's a dickhead yeah poor alexa do you think your family even knows she's dead no this is home yeah hey alexa that's for all the people at home or her employer joe Wait. where we? joe hasn't been around either for a couple episodes no, yeah what's we, we gotta get the gang back together these episodes without like some more cast it's not great it's yeah. thin it
2: feels thin uh, i'm not feeling this one i don't feel i don't get the, I, I don't, don't get the conflicts
0: anything. between andrew and Cochrane. because they're dumb because it's just it, like it's like all the episode presents you is one insane argument kind of weirdly out of context too like he's we, a bum yeah, yeah like what
2: like we don't get their goal we don't know what they were trying to do and it just makes cochran seem completely off his rocker which I guess he is.
0: I mean, I agree, Kyle, with what you said, that, like, we do see a glimpse of that when he slaps Mac for making fun of him in the past. But, like, in that context alone, I don't think I ever thought Cockering was, like, off his rocker, necessarily. Like, I think he was, like, emotionally high-strung and was a dick. But, like, Prince Charlie was, like, a person then. Like, there was a battle going on and a war. Like, the fact that he's this upset about it 300 years later is, is like, insane. insane. And, like, the show doesn't give you breadcrumbs to follow that, like... He's still obsessed with this thing. Like, I get that he was obsessed with Charlie back then, but yeah. So I don't know. Again, it makes it feel really hollow that the like this is the thing is, that throws him over the edge. It's
1: unrelatable. It makes no sense.
0: Ugh. We should have seen more scenes with Andrew just selling blood on the streets. Yeah. <laughs> this is a weird one because I don't even.
1: A lot of times I have a strong sense of how it'll make these episodes better. I'm struggling on how to fix this one. Well, I like Like, the rewrites on this one are so extensive. It barely resembles itself, I think.
0: Well, I think you maybe rewrite the story and leave the mechanics like they talk on the special features about. This is like a Rashomon ripoff, like Mm -hmm. this idea that everybody has a different viewpoint of the past. Like for a show that deals with flashbacks, I think that's cool. That works. They did it so artfully here, though, and also it doesn't happen that much because
2: it's like we'll take out the amnesia. They yeah. just
1: have an argument over what happened, yeah. and he's just distorted it over time. And maybe we come to find out so is Mac a little bit, right? But. Right.
0: And I would have had more flashbacks that are distorted as well because we we don't get we only get one distorted flashback, right? Yeah, I guess Uh, the question is whether or not the the other ones are real or not. Well, this this
2: throws a wrench into like the flashbacks. To me, weren't were like I don't know how like an arbiter of the episode. Like this is what really happened. Well, because we're never sure. Like, is this
0: flashing back to an actual event, or are we seeing a memory? Right. Right.
2: But I feel like in the past, it's always been like flashbacks are true.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
2: And now
1: sometimes Mac isn't even there.
2: And now this is like, were they always? Right. I don't know. Or is it just this episode?
0: Probably just this episode. Yeah. This but you could it. view every flashback now as like an unreliable narrator.
2: Right. I was just like, that to me kind of didn't work. And I was like, mm. I thought it was a cheat, like kind of a cheat. But I guess with him not having his memory, maybe that's how you can justify it or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. I'd take out the amnesia and just have it be... He remembers one way and Mac remembers the other way. And they've had this, maybe a grudge for this long or something.
0: Yeah, him killing his student doesn't even need to be part of this. And honestly, if you're going, one character remembers it one way, one remembers it another. Now I feel like we might as well just make this a comedy episode. Yeah. (laughs) Because, I mean, I get that you can be super, super serious, but somehow a funny episode seems to do this mechanic better. Yeah. Probably.
2: Not with uh, prostitution and (laughs) blood selling.
0: Any moral questions? There's like some stuff hinted
1: at about like, do you just let them forget? Or do you get involved?
2: Yeah, I guess the, the That's amnesia the thing. question, would you like to have amnesia and start fresh if you're immortal and not remember right. all the potentially terrible things you've done? That's an interesting thought, I guess.
0: Here's an interesting moral question that was not presented by this, but if you rewrote it a little bit, you could put some real weight on Mac's shoulders. Cockering does get amnesia. He brutally murders his student and it's a fucking shit show. He continues on with his life, never remembering that incident. Mac, in trying to figure out what's been going on with his old friend, discovers that he has committed this horrible atrocity. Now, what does Mac do with that information? Because now it's important if you rem- like, what do you do with somebody that doesn't even remember their crime? How do you punish someone for something they essentially don't even think they've done or aren't right. aware of? Do they, are they, do they still need to pay for it? I mean, in some ways, yes. But in some ways, what is that accomplishing? Right. I don't know. That's, that's, something. that's something. That's a way to make this more serious and, like, put Mac in a conundrum. So do not think Mac's in a conundrum. He just screams at everybody in this episode.
1: Yeah, and this guy does need to know he's immortal.
2: Right. right. He needs to know that, or there's going to be problems. Mm-hmm. All the Bonnie Prince Charlie flashbacks, except for, like, the, the penultimate one, do they even provide anything to this episode?
1: No. No. I could argue you could argue that like the first one kinda sets the stage in some way. Not even the first one, the second one. Where like they have their interaction before the Battle of Culloden. It's like okay, you get to know what they're doing and what they're all about. The third flashback where like those two random bystanders get killed, nothing. No point in that. No. And the first one is just that guy freaking out and killing people, so Don't really need that either.
0: I mean, I suppose you would lose the flashback with the weird adopted family. Like, if the flashbacks do do anything, it does show, like, a weird deterioration of Prince Charlie's image. Mm -hmm. Because in the first one, it's like, oh, we won the battle. Like, And Mac barely, it seems like, is just hinted at that. He's like, I'm not sure how Prince Charlie's managing this then the second time we see that they're like outflanked and then by the third one we see that he's like a drunken idiot yeah you know what i mean like so he's getting torn down throughout the episode it would seem but yeah they could have explored that more how mac views char i don't know like get into the political discussions about mac being a traitor i don't know this is all just a big shrug falls flat yeah False like, flag? False, yeah, this <laughs> oh whole God, thing's
1: a false, a false flag. flag the, the Scottish killed themselves. <laughs> yeah. I kid, did
0: notice, did anyone notice on the special features that... That get, kid was
1: buying his own blood.
0: Oh yeah. Gillian <laughs> <laughs> Horvath, when she's giving the interview, uh, like, you know, sometimes they project pictures on the mm-hmm. wall. The thing that they project behind her is just the DVD Watcher Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like, has the word back, yeah. like, for you to click, <laughs> really prominently displayed. Oh my God. <laughs>
2: That's a good job. That's
0: good. All right, let's rate it. Amen. How many cock rings would you give it?
2: Uh, This is hard. And
0: what would those cock rings be made of?
2: Hmm... I'm going to give two cock rings made out of uh, kilbasi sausage. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> it's edible. Mm. It's edible. That's right. It's smoked. <laughs> Did I say two? You I said two, two right? It's I don't think it's quite a one, just because of the quality of the flashbacks, but this one's a kind of a clunker. I don't hate it, but well, I'm Nothing just, happens. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of like a nothing to it, really. Kyle, how many decapitated protégés would you give this episode?
1: Well, unlike you, I do hate this episode. <laughs> it gets <laughs> yeah. one and a half stars. One and a half. Most of that comes from the level of care put into the costuming and the mm-hmm. flashbacks, which are, are actually really good. Qu- quite the treat. We didn't get into it too much, but those Highland outfits look choice, and they have get a lot of red coats going. I'm I've, impressed with it.
2: Yeah, I feel like these are like feature film quality flashbacks. They look that good. Yeah. But that being said,
1: literally nothing happens. There's constantly reused footage. It has no perspective. I don't care about the struggle. I don't understand Cochran's crimes. I have very little interest in punishing him, but still I'm confused why he isn't punished. It's a miss. The exposition rolls out in such a clunky fashion. Alexa's death is wasted. Mac is an asshole. (laughs) It's just one problem after another. I am not feeling it. Wow. That's my thought. Keith, how many Alexa's unprinted birthdays would you give <laughs>
0: this? I might go for one. Wow. wow. You hated it even more than me. It's a tricky one. This is, this this is, is tr- the one. It's not tricky. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this might be the worst episode we've seen in season four. Probably. Like, the bar has been raised as we've watched these four seasons now continually. Like,. This season, he plugged this into season one. So we might hate this more than the zone. Well, yeah. yeah, and again, like put in context, like the show is crushing it right now. I think there's been a lot of good episodes, and this was like kind of a high concept thing that they were trying to do, and it really just misses a bunch. And yeah, Alexa's off screen death is like, I mean, maybe they thought that we've dealt with her death in a way in Methuselah's gift, like that was Methos's like emotional reaction to her dying, right? But then they just start like, "Bet eh, she's dead.
2: I like kind of laughed when I yeah. saw the episode opens with their grave. Like, that's not really funny. But
0: Well, it also feels like the sort of thing they tacked on. Like, it yeah. feels like they were delivered a script for this episode. And then we're like, well, we have some other mechanical things we need to accomplish. So right at the top of the show, let's get rid we'll of get her. That out of the we got to just get rid of it. Yeah. I don't know. Mythos like... is a complete waste in this. Not having the rest of the cast, I think, is hurting the show right now strangely let's get them back in the fold i can forgive a lot for
1: an entertaining episode this episode is
0: boring i will also say this boring the second i started watching it i was like i don't remember this (laughs) like of all the episodes we've watched some of them i remember clear as day this is the first one i was like What was this one about? Like, I really didn't remember because it's super forgettable.
2: Maybe you have amnesia. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh,
0: Very specific amnesia. Guys, last week I got in this (laughs) big fight with a real good friend of mine. I've been kind of teaching him a few things. (laughs) How's he? I don't
2: remember. (laughs) I haven't seen him lately. (laughs) Nah. You're (laughs) a bum, Keith. Oh,
1: no. That's how it all happened. Uh, Someone was trying
2: to think who who your idol is. He has a Duncan McLeod. Yeah, my idol. You're a bum. Duncan McLeod's a bum.
0: (laughs) Anything else we'd like to say about this? No. (laughs) <laughs> so i
1: did learn in the context of this episode that if you want to there are, is the world's most boring seeming tour company where you can follow the pilgrimage of bonnie prince charlie through his landing and then flight from Sky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's
0: good interesting well write us at highlanderrewatch at gmail.com and tell us what you thought of through a glass darkly did you like it did you hate it you're right in the middle give it a little three three point five maybe <laughs> Ugh. Give it, oh, a, little, yeah.
2: give it a, little a little three. Give a little three. A little I'm three. sure there's somebody out here who's like, this is their favorite episode.
0: Come at me, bro.
2: Yeah. I can't it. believe
0: I gave it a one. I can't believe you gave it a one either. What was the one the other week I gave like a four and a half to. I almost gave it a five. Promises? And you guys were like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so right. I'm really swinging, <laughs> <laughs> swinging high on low here. Yeah, Yo, you're making choices,
1: you yeah. know? You're making big choices.
0: So anyway, write us uh, and head on over to our Facebook page and hit like so you get new updates every week, videos, behind the scenes shit. All that good stuff. Give and, us five
2: stars on iTunes.
0: That's right, five stars, five stars, five stars on iTunes. And write helps. us,
2: write us a review as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. We, we like to see. We actually really do appreciate it. It's nice yeah. uh, every time we get a new one. So
1: you know, we recorded this episode for you. It took over an hour. It's going to take a long time to edit it. You can, you can go give us five stars. Five of them. Five, one, two, three, four, whole five. stars. That's all we ask for. It's not that much. That's not that
0: it. much. All right, so join us next week when we're going to be discussing episode 19, Double Jeopardy. I've been one of your rewatchers. Keith, this is Kyle.
2: This is Amy. Bye. Bye.
0: Eriske Island, Scotland. Did anyone look this up? This place up? I did not. Uh, briefly, it's like his landing in Scotland. No, never mind. I was going to make a, I had a terrible on. joke. Make here. it. Do <laughs> this, it. This flashback goes to Eriske Island, Scotland. Did anyone look this place up? No. Oh, it turns out Scotland's a real place. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Cool. I like it. But not Because you actually did look it up. God damn
1: it.